0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Music and Beyond, I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Recall Productions. Today I have a special guest, Derek Flores from the band Ethan Hawk. It's a band, not a stage name. <laughs> <laughs> that bugs me. It, that's what I said, right? I mm-hmm. like yeah. Everyone thinks it's like a stage name? Dude, I thought that stage Yeah, I know. And I'm like,
1: no, it's name of a band. Like, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Like, it makes sense.
0: And we'll get to that a little bit later on, so. <laughs> Also, be sure to hit me up because I got some Music and Beyond stickers for only $2. I stole one of them already. Fuck you, dude.
1: Yeah.
0: Bitch. $2. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh, so how's it going, man? It's going
1: good. It's going good.
0: Yeah, it's been a it's been a long time comment, honestly. Dude, like, yeah, yeah. Like, we've talked about this for, like, what, like, three months already? It's been a while, and then, like, just with our schedules, it always gets so weird. Yeah, and I'll see you posting, like... San Antonio, Austin, Dallas. I'm like Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, this guy's crazy. So what inspired you to become a singer, songwriter, and who are some of your biggest musical influences?
1: Uh, sex. Girls didn't want to have sex with me, so I was like, you know, maybe if I play music. Nah I'm gonna say, <laughs> No originally I uh I wanted to be a civil rights attorney. Oh wow. And then I heard the band Kiss and I was like I'm going to do that instead. That will be way more fun. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the first concert I ever saw was Motley Crue, and I was, like, in fifth grade, right? Nice. Like, so, so I saw Motley Crue, and I was like, oh, my God, music is more than just putting out songs. It's about, like, doing things big and, like, really just, you know, kicking you in the dick with it.
0: Yeah, it's like a movie. Yeah. Like you're watching it live or something. Yeah,
1: and, and, like, at such a young age, you know, listening to Kiss, seeing Motley Crue live, first time I saw Boobs, I was like... And I was a really shy, awkward kid, so I was like, that's me. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't explain it, but I was like, I was looking down, and, I like, and I'm just like, that's me. I can't explain it, but that's me. I just know that that's me. That's who I am deep down.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, dude. And uh did, uh, did the movie Detroit Rock City play a big part, too? Like, it did. It how did, did you feel when you watched that movie?
1: Different ways for different reasons. Yeah. Because I grew up really into metal. And then later on, it got more into, like, pop music and country and stuff like that. And so, you metalheads will be like, oh, how can, you, how can you claim you like metal if you like George Strait? And I remember that line from Detroit Rock City, yeah, where yeah. she goes, good tunes are good tunes. Who cares what genre? And I was like, nah, she's right.
0: And not only that, but also, in that whole movie, everybody was all about, you know, like, I need a score, man, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah so that, I probably got the wrong message, yeah. but it was definitely in there. There were so many messages everywhere, so it, it was, was kind of mess- like, Yeah. and what was it, Knights uh, of Satan Sanctuary or something Nights like that? And Satan of Service. Yeah, or Service, yeah. 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 It, it could just, be either way, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's funny, because it's like, at no point would you think Kiss is satanic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I see Gene Simmons spitting blood, and he's like, Wah. I'm like, dude, there's no need to go that hard. I promise you, Rock and Roll Night does not, need you spitting blood and fire. Like there's no need for that. Yeah, are you gonna go see them
0: on their last tour or Dude, already,
1: i already saw them on their last tour. I had like floor seats and I was like It's Kiss! It's, it's Kiss. KISS Oh my god it's KISS ah! It was the original guys too, right? No, I wish it was. Oh no. Fine. No, it's uh Eric Singer is the cat man, not Peter Chris, mm-hmm. and Tommy Thayer is like the spaceman. But I mean Eric Singer was there since after Eric Carr died in the nineties. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As for Tommy Thayer, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna Tommy. comment
0: on that. <laughs> oh man, and uh, can you describe your songwriting process and how to and how you find inspiration
1: for your music? I get like, I I get hooked on a feel, <laughs> hooked on a feel. No, I get like hooked on the a- either an idea or a feeling or just like a thought process. Huh. And for a month, I'll just depress myself. I will intentionally depress myself and be like this feeling of this, this feeling of regret or whatever, I'll just, like, force myself into a depression. Yeah. And then, like, I'll just write an idea of a song and I'll call, like, my producer and be like, hey, I have an idea for a song. Here's what I'm feeling. I need... And I'll just go crazy for a month, And then, like, we'll set up in my house, we'll set up our home studio and we'll just, like, drink and, like, do coke and just, like, whatever comes out, comes out. Damn, that's crazy. So, like, I drive myself crazy. I go into yeah. the brink of madness and addiction and just to create and I know not everyone needs to do that, but I need to do that. Cause one, it's fun. And two, I I got a good song out of it.
0: Like that's what I do too with my so. interviews and stuff. Like I just oh, go, yeah, sure. I, I just go into like the Batflower or yeah, the Highly yeah. Suspect and I'm just like I love highly suspect. Dude have you listened to their latest album? I haven't. Dude you need to check out that album because it's oh my god. It came out on it came out in a pivotal moment of my life. When I went through a breakup, and the, there was like three or four songs that just kind of
1: like, okay, dude. That's like, how I felt about Parker McCollum. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, Which is, it's like it's, it's like we're talking about music, rock music. I'm like, here's a country artist. I yeah. Like,
0: hang three though. I I'm gonna be honest, I've never heard it. Oh my god! I know, I know. I need to show you some music before yeah. you go, cause yes. you're about to get taken to school.
1: <laughs> I dropped out of school. <laughs> I dropped out of community college three times. Oh,
0: no. Tell me about that. Nah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, how do you approach creating a set list for a live performance, and what factors do you consider when selecting songs to play?
1: Oh, well, if it's, like, a cover gig, I just read the room. Yeah. But if it's going to be... Unfortunately, Ethan Hawke has not done live shows, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I kind of want to be, like, a big opener something to follow and then like slow it down and bring it back up like a roller coaster okay so basically like i just imitate i look at other concert set lists i'm like okay with this many songs the flow has to be a certain way yeah like everything i do is so like meticulous and very like planned out to a t which sucks
0: dude i need to fucking go watch you live again because i haven't seen you since the spot
1: oh dude that's different now i want to do a full band like i bought uh I bought flamethrowers to do a live show. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, I want flamethrowers. Like, I don't know if they'll allow that. We're not going to tell them. We're not going to tell them. Like, well, if you're going to do a show here, you can call the owner and ask if it's okay. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't don't want to go through logistics. There's going to be flamethrowers. I have them set here and here. There's a fire extinguisher there in case, but I don't want people to know.
0: And that was the last time the spot was open. (laughs) (laughs) That was the last time it was open. Dude, that's pretty insane, though, because like no disrespect to the bands here in the valley and there's a lot of there's a lot of valley bands here that kind of well not that kind of but they have like their live performances are just so freaking insane
1: like yeah. and their hero prevails yeah. or oh, forty dude, caliber dude like their hero prevails their stage presence is insane yeah dude You can like, to they practice and work on that shit
0: i love their choreography that they have going dude like it's it's fucking insane dude their choreography is amazing i'm one of their biggest fans honestly Honestly, same. yeah like i've been following
1: this like maybe 2010 2000 around
0: there yeah yeah. i I went to go see them in san antonio and they didn't even know that i was gonna show up i just kind of like i was in san antonio and i'm like hey so what time do you guys go on tonight they're They're like like, oh at this time i'm like all right cool see you then they're like what you're here i'm like yeah I haven't slept either, so... I love those guys, days. man. I ended up getting in there for free. I think it was when I went to go see uh, 10 years. They opened up for 10 years. Oh, yeah.
1: right. Yeah, dude, yeah.
0: Dude, I was I was there since like 1 p.m. Uh, I ordered a pizza. I hung out there in the front. And like, I stayed there for a very long time, bro. And they eventually ended up giving me like a meet and greet pass. And I was just like... Thank you. I didn't pay for this, but I guess yeah, I'm gonna Yeah, you. See, that,
1: that's what's cool about them is they're like that genuinely nice that they will just do that. Yeah, I
0: ended up uh, sending merchandise for them that day.
1: Yeah, I guess they're like okay. We have to ju- we have to let the promoters everyone know that you're here. So mm-hmm. you're the merch guy. No, I'm not. Shh, you're the merch guy. Really, yeah, they're. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I didn't even pay for my ticket that night. Yeah, those guys are just that nice.
0: Yeah, I was really genuine. It was fun though, but. Let's get back to you. <laughs> how has your music evolved over the years, and what do you think has been the biggest influence on your on your evolution?
1: Well, luckily, when I was younger, I was fortunate enough to be in a band with the uh, with one of the original members of Scarlet Hair. Oh shit! And so he had he had just gotten off like these big tours, and he goes like, "Here's how it's done." So he goes, "Yeah, we need a bass player. You look like you can play bass." And I'm like, yeah, "I play a lot of things." And he's like, I, "I don't, I don't care." And the he's like, I don't know, you're that good kind at of guitar. <laughs> but anyway, so so he's, um, he's like, we're recording tomorrow. I don't know this. You don't need to know the song. Don't worry about it. So we're in the studio, and then we we get we end up getting really close, and and so I remember pitching like song ideas to him. Like, I have an idea for a song, but he goes, No, that, that's terrible. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. What about this? And okay, could you if you want to give an idea, make sure the ideas are like not dumb. Oh. And I was like, okay, this is what I need. So instead of being like, oh, how dare you, I was like, okay, yeah, ideas that aren't dumb. Let's do this. And he, and then it got to a point where he's like, hey, I'm stuck on a lyric. What about this? That's I would have never thought of that. Perfect. And because of that, I was able to grow as a songwriter.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And honestly, uh, when you say like when when you said that, uh, oh, that sounds dumb. Yeah. I wonder how the guys from Theory of a Dead Man feel, cause no joke, dude. Dude, like. Their music is like a parody of a band, like, yeah. like, no disrespect to them because I'm a huge Theory of a Deadman fan and their album just dropped tonight, it drops at 11pm. Dinosaur. <laughs> uh, but, dude, I freaking love like the joke aspect of some songs and you know, it's, it's pretty crazy if you ask me. And I think
1: that fuels me is like, Oh hatred. I know I
0: shouldn't say it, but yeah. hatred. hatred fuels me. Same. Hatred. I mean, there's some people here in the Valley that I try to work with And I've been denied. Yeah, and I hate that. And I'm I'm not going to... See, and
1: that's what fuels me. I'm just like, who the fuck are you?
0: Yeah, and I'm not going to say who they are because I don't want to promote them. Fuck it. But... Promote how shitty they are. But when... But when they denied me, it just gave me the power to just, you know what? I'm going to be bigger than, better than you. You may have more subscribers and more listeners, but...
1: They don't have subscribers listeners. They have their buddies who are also at the same shows, like... We like to thank our fans. Those aren't your fans, dude. Those are your friends. It's the Q. The Q <laughs> The Rock Station.
0: Playing uh... the best rock and roll. Anyway, here comes the hardest, newest song ever. Watch <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. They suck. <laughs> yeah, that's that's shitty, dude. I don't just, it's like
0: they they try to they try to interview they well they interviewed me one time. And they they're like, hey, we created him. I'm like, no, you didn't. Like. And you know what? I've never said this like on a podcast or anything. But yeah, they they try to make it seem like I was created by them. I'm like, dude, no, you weren't. Like, what no. the fuck? See,
1: and that's what, and that's what I love, about not playing in the valley like a lot. Mm-hmm. Is that I can say these things, and they're like, what are you going to do? You not book me already not doing that. Yeah. I don't give a shit.
0: This is a podcast where you come to say what you feel. Because we're not sponsored by anybody. And we're not losing any money. Nope. (laughs) Um, But yeah, dude, I love, I love, dude, like, I, I enjoy seeing you perform at the, at the spot, dude, like, honestly, that was the biggest freaking, like, you know, moments that I had there, like, you know, like, they would always say that I wouldn't work and stuff, but that's because when you're on, it's kind of like, hold on, dude, Drake Bell's on here. (laughs) (laughs) The, the Valley Drake Bell. The Valley
1: Drake, no, 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 (laughs) not the Valley Drake (laughs) Bell. (laughs) Not the Valley Drake Bell.
0: I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> uh, can you tell me about a particularly memorable performance uh, in your in your career so far,
1: and what has made it special? Ooh. As weird as it is, I think the most memorable was when I was in my old band, Makeshift Cities. We were on the road for like what felt like, I want to say a week or so. Yeah. And so we're in the middle of a song, and all the power goes out. Oh, shit. And so the power goes out. And we're still just playing, moving around. And there was this like moment where we didn't have to look at each other. It was just like, just keep it going, don't you know, just keep it going. And something about that, I was like, Oh my god, we're like we're really like we're really in sync right now. Like the fact that we all know Yeah, each other, and then the power comes back on, we're just like and we had this like telekinetic little like, alright, we got through that. We're good. And I remember just getting off that being like, Wow. Like this is like, these are my bros. Dude. Yeah, yeah.
0: Was that you said that was a makeshift city, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Then we got into a fist fight afterward. But what, you know, the, but still, what dude, the dude? It, being in that band meant that you got into a fist fight before and after every performance.
0: What the hell? Yeah, dude. Those are my brothers, though. Dude, what year was this for? What this was like
1: two thousand fourteen, fifteen. What? Maybe before, I don't remember. All I know is that, I remember just being like, fist fighting. Fist fighting. Damn it, now we're in Austin and that guy's threatening to like, leave the band and just go home. So he has to, like grab like, get the fuck over here. <laughs> Forcing into the van and then... Getting into fist fights where they'd be like, fuck you. Well, your I'm, never gonna work, I'm never gonna work with you again. You're yeah. <laughs> a piece of shit. they getting on stage like, it's my best friends. Getting off stage, fuck you. Then the next day being like, I love you man.
0: It sounds you. like being in that, in Guns N' Roses. Yeah. It, <laughs> Oh, I when mean, we
1: did as much drugs as they did, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's wild, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was a good time, though.
0: I want to be your roadie, bro. Fuck it. You can handle being my roadie. I know. I'm insane. Yeah, I know. I know that, too. Trust me. <laughs> and uh, how do you balance your creative work with the business aspects of being a musician, such as promotion, touring, and managing your career?
1: I treat like a job. I wake up early. I take a shower, I get coffee, I sit in my home office, and I'm like, I'm in the office. And then, half, Yeah, and then after, like, certain time, I'm like, all right, it's 5 o'clock, time to clock out and live my actual life. And, and I feel like that balance has helped me keep things, like, in perspective. When do
0: you clock in and when do you clock
1: out? I clock in, like, it's 7 o'clock, clock uh-huh. out at 5
0: o'clock. Dude, that's amazing, because, uh, like, this year, uh, I may have not gone through it, but I thought about it doing the same thing, like... From the time that I wake up oh, to dude. 5 p.m., like listen to music and write interviews down. I recommend it, dude. Yeah, because, yeah, it'll, it'll but, get more shit done. Yeah,
1: my, what I do, I do uh, cover gigs full time. That's like my only job. Yeah. So um, so one day I woke up and I was like, well, if I just treat this like a job, it's gonna be a job. I woke up, I was like, I need to make spreadsheets of my, my costs and how much I'm making. I've never even done a gig at this point. Yeah. How much I'm making. I need a this here, my calendar here. Time to start booking. And (laughs) and I'm just like, all right, well this is my job now. What's your what's your favorite cover to play? Honestly my favorite cover to play might actually be I'm not perfect by the March divide. Okay, I don't think I've heard that one. Dude, it's so good man and like there was a period where I saw him more than I saw my own family. Oh, shit. I was on the road so often, our shows kept lining up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we just kept hanging out all the time. Dude, that's epic. That yeah, was a good time. Yeah.
0: My, my favorite that I've seen you perform is Find a Way.
1: Mm. Yeah. Mm. I need to put that back on the set list. Dude, bro. I love that
0: song, dude. You know what? You're gonna, like, it doesn't matter if you're playing to old people or to, yeah. like, people our age. They, they know it. But when they hear it, they're gonna be like,
1: they're like, wait, I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah. I, dude, I love that song.
0: Me too, bro. It's one of my favorites. When I heard you perform it for the first time, I was, kinda song, like, I was just kind of like, I was just
1: kind of like, okay, I, I like, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> That's such a good song, man. You know he actually wrote it. Really? Yeah. He went up to whoever I don't know who was making the show. He went up to him and was like, hey, if I, if I write a song for the show, can we use it? And they're like, okay, sure. If you can write a song for the show, keep okay, in mind he's like 14 at the time. Yeah. We can use it. But also, we have these songs from professional writers, so if it doesn't get used, it's not nothing personal. And, and, uh, then, and then he submits it, they're like, alright, fuck you in. And uh, yes. and can you...
0: Because uh, we talked about a certain lyric of a couple of years ago. If you open up your eye, uh, it's gonna take some time to realize. It's realign. I, I don't I've know I've
1: looked it up a thousand <laughs> times It's real life.
0: I've looked it up I don't know man
1: <laughs> My old band almost toured with him
0: Really? Yeah Dude imagine how crazy that would have been
1: I've heard some stories <laughs> I've heard some stories There's a reason we didn't Yeah Our management thought that like If we toured with him We'd end up killing each other I mean you guys were already fighting anyway so No like, like by having too much fun Oh too much fun but Like look he is wild You guys are wild you guys think you're Motley Crue, but you're not. That guy's Motley Crue. Yeah. It's a bad combination. You all will kill each other. That
0: is pretty fucking wild, honestly. Yeah. I'm glad you're still here, because if not, I'll be talking to a ghost. That's true. That'd be cool, though. You'd get more views. Like 11.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you get more views. Like 11. <laughs> It'd be like fucking interview with a vampire interview. Oh, with I you know, know, right?
0: With a annoying ghost. There you go. Can you tell us about a particularly... Uh, memorable performance in your career so far, and what made it special? When I got to play guitar with Jonathan Joss.
1: Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was. I, I dude, I had fun. Dude. The other musicians did it. Yeah, I know. Fuck them. I know. <laughs> dude. That was fun. They're like, you gotta take it seriously. <laughs> dude, it's music. And honestly, It's not supposed to be... Just enjoy it for what it is. And not only that,
0: but... Like, Jonathan Joss is, like, a comedian, like... Yeah.
1: It was a comedy show. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Jonathan Joss is the voice of John Redcorn on King of the Hill. Dude, it was so crazy because... Honestly, not to be that guy, I feel like him and I were the only ones vibing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I was creeping in out. <laughs> but, but you know More what? You a little bit, yeah. But, but you know what? He was cool because, uh, like...
1: We still keep in contact. Yeah,
0: and, and you know what? Like... Like I was like the I guess he was treating me like the son that he never wanted because he was always like He's like get out of here Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> but uh when, when we went to go, uh when me and my friend went to go to the hotel, um, I was just like, Holy fuck, like I'm about to, you know, be in the same room as yeah, John, Redcourt. John Redcourt. And, you know, just hearing the stories from him and you know, I'm like, Wow. No, he's a
1: really cool guy. Yeah. And it's like well what Everyone's like, "Well, you know, how can your most memorable thing be backing up somebody else?" I'm like, "Cause it was fun." Yeah. You know, memorable doesn't have to be a milestone for you. It can just be something that was just fun.
0: Like not only really that, but like if you open up for Marley Marley Crew or Kiss or That'd be fucking cool. like you're just an opener, but it's still yeah, it's, still, it's still a memorable it's still moment. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what for you four? I don't know. Four. I lost count. Four. Four. It's four. 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 Um. But yeah, dude, that was, an, that was an epic show and uh It was fun. He has some uh what is it, some sauce? King of the Grill. King, of the, King grill. of the Grill King of the Grill stuff on his website. So if you want some, check it out. It's good. We had we had that at the barbecue at his he show. Did. Yeah. Dude, that's why I'm promoting it.
1: <laughs> I actually didn't eat it all. You I didn't? Just, I was just like chugging him the whole night. I was like, oh Yeah. And so was he, and that's why his wife was very mad at us. Dude. <laughs> I thought she was gonna kill me.
0: Honestly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she she looked like she was about ready to. She get looked it.
1: like she was ready to kill somebody. But it's funny because like before that, like Lori's the sweetest lady. But she looks like she was ready to like kill all of us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're still here though, so, cheers to that.
1: I would do it again. Same. I would do it again. Like if he was like, "Hey, I know last time was weird. Do you want to do like a another red cord?" I be like, "Dude, I'm in." You tell me when and where I'm in. I did it for free. You did it for free? I did it for free. I just had it was so fun. I was like, dude, I'm not that. Your money's no good here.
0: Yeah. And uh did you hear about the Ken of the Hill
1: revival? You better be in it. I hope so. If he's not in it, I'm fucking rioting. Be nice to my friend Jonathan Joss, King of the Hill. Or you <laughs> won't fucking hear from me.
0: There you go. I A call
1: what? I call him Joss. No, I call him Joss. <laughs> I'll be like, hey Joss No, I'm just kidding.
0: How much is he paying me for for you to say that? Oh no. I don't
1: no, 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 no.
0: What advice would you give an aspiring singer-songwriter who are just starting out in the industry?
1: Figure out who you are. The problem is a lot of newer bands come in. A lot of newer artists come in. They think, well, what's selling? What's the thing that is popular? What's going to make me look good to the masses? And it's like, no, dude, people fucking see right through that. Figure out who you are and run with it. I know who I am. I showed up with beer. I I know who I am. We're gonna probably need like six more. <laughs> Dude, I almost
0: bought a 12 pack. You should have. I got some beer there though. Woo. Dude, but you know what? I love your fucking like your drive because even when we're just there hanging out at the spot or you know, like when me and you talk, like yeah. we, we usually just talk business and like yeah, music yeah. and you know, I miss that because I haven't seen it's you so in good. I haven't miss, I haven't seen you like in it feel well, it feels like a year.
1: I feel like I'm never home anymore.
0: Yeah, and I hate that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I will see that you're like Austin, Dallas, and it's kind of like, man, like, I wonder if he needs any help. Like, I want to, I'll fucking go. Like,
1: if you're willing to sleep in a car, by all means.
0: Dude, I sleep in a, I sleep in a fucking sofa most of the time when I go out and about. Yeah, like, uh. And,
1: and going back to your other questions, that's, if you're, if you really want to do music and music's really your thing, you're going to sleep in a car. Mm-hmm. like there are nights where i'm in houston dallas whatever and i find and i'm like okay i'm tired i park at a truck stop i get in the backseat of my car i find truck stop food I, I park and i'm just like this is my home for the night it and everyone's like why don't you just get a hotel i'm like dude that's gonna cut into like my actual that's expensive as fuck. yeah it's, it's, like, be- if, it's like if i get paid x amount for a show and then i leave and that goes to a hotel why play it it you know It's cool to be like, music is your passion, your art, it's a thing that you, who you are as a person, that's fine. But you also, if you really want to do this, you have to look at it like a business, and that sucks. Yeah. Trust me, I don't want to look at it as a business
0: either. And not only that, but when you're signed to a record label, like... I think we're done with record labels. Yeah.
1: I think, I think the days of record labels are done.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was telling uh, some people earlier on a, on a voice app. I was telling them that albums are not the thing anymore singles is what they're selling oh for sure singles or eps
1: like peep, peep. i i actually funny enough you mentioned that i was talking to this a and r who works like all these big names because if there's one thing i'm really good at, it's just networking right? yeah other advice i'd give is just find someone you like look up to in the business just dm slide yeah you know, you'd be surprised how often they just respond you'd be shocked how often you'd be like hey i had a question about this and i'll be like Oh, do this. And you're like, oh fuck. And then you just create that connection. It's it's crazy how that works,
0: dude. Dude, I'm a huge Limb Biscuit fan. Are you really? Like I'm a I'm the biggest Limb biscuit fan. Is it for the Nookie? Uh dude, <laughs> You have no idea, bro. Like like on the I so there's this app clock clubhouse, right? And, oh and, and I hang out with a lot of people and they're always like I did it off for the Nookie. And I'm always like, hey guys, like let's listen to the new Limp Bizkit album. Or, and
1: they're like, who the fuck invited this guy?
0: Yeah, dude, like, <laughs> like, like yeah. I'm I'm the most hated person in that group, Are you but really? but they fucking love me because like I'm the hated but most loved because I always bring in the the positive and funny vibes, like yeah. hey guys, Limbiscuit, like check it out, like go oh, fuck yourself. They think you're spamming, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, so so whenever, whenever I go on there, like, I'm just like, Limp Bizkit, guys, like, you know, like, check out their new Like,
1: it's this fucker again.
0: Yeah, dude, I get so much fucking hate, but so much love at the same time, it's insane.
1: I get hate, too. It's okay.
0: How do you stay motivated and inspired to continue creating music, especially during times when creative processes feel challenging?
1: I really want to fuck Sabrina Carpenter. Hmm. So I'm like, if I make enough music and get enough followers, I can DM slide and they'll all reject me. Yeah. But it's nice to know that I have the option.
0: You know what? I want to show you a song later and I'm not going to name drop her because she went through a lot of stuff. She used to work for Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. I bought her fucking book.
1: Oh, so did I.
0: Dude. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, and I, what I was going to say earlier is uh, uh, when we we're talking about followers and stuff, uh, on my old Instagram, DJ fucking Leto followed me on Instagram. I have
1: no clue who that
0: is. DJ Leto works with limb Biscuit.
1: That's actually badass, dude. That's actually really badass.
0: Like, like, I was just on my Instagram just fucking like, you know, liking away and stuff, and I get a notification. DJ Lito, followed Joe on Instagram. And I go look, I'm like, I don't think I'm following him. So I click it. No way. You Fo- gave, Wait, so you
1: gave him the follow back.
0: I gave him the follow back, yeah. Dude, you gave him the follow back. I gave him the follow that back. That means he
1: saw you and was like, that's my boy. And you were like, sure, why not?
0: Dude, that's such an upper hand, dude. Yeah, dude. But I don't have any proof anymore because my... My old Facebook and Instagram account got deleted because uh, because Mark Zuckerberg is a reptile and he was offended. Honestly, dude,
1: they have the worst business model.
0: Yeah. I'm going to buy a blue checkmark when it's available. I did. Yeah. I bought a blue Instagram
1: checkmark. Instagram. I bought a blue Twitter checkmark. Yeah, yeah, Honestly, I have nothing against it. I actually think it's really beneficial. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm doing it because I want to, you know, let people like, hey, this is how legit I am, like. Yeah, I'm not big, but I, I'm doing my best.
1: Well, what it does is that you can like, let's say you want to work with somebody. Yeah, it gives you like, it how do you explain. It? it gives you more access to them. So if you're like, hey, you're this person, I'm this person, we can work together and create a product or a thing to you know further both our brands.
0: You know what the biggest compliment? You, access. you know what the biggest compliment I ever got huh. was from the people from Pod. So, really. Yeah, that's cool. So, so I sent them an email to interview Pod, and they're like, "We respect what you're doing, but you don't have that many listeners." Dude, fuck them. But when you do come back,
1: no, fuck off, and it's yours. No. 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 Come back when you have no. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, like I've done, like I've done interviews on like with people that get a lot of listeners and people that like literally just started. It's fun, like, ooh, you don't have enough fault, fuck out of here, That's so fucking yeah. douchey. And, and I mean, my Arben's band's too good. When was, when was the last time
0: POD had a hit? About a few years ago. Which one? Beautiful or higher? Never heard it. Oh. Well, I love Come I- back, you have no fault.
1: Fuck out of here. So I'm, a, I'm a huge POD
0: fan, check this out. It's so douchey. I saw them in their 20 year anniversary. For, for years I thought it was POD. Pod. I thought it was Pod. I, I Up saw. Up until two seconds ago I thought it was Pod. I, I saw them uh I saw them in their twenty year anniversary for Satellite. Dude. Twenty years, I can't name one song, but they want you to have more followers. Dude, I had so much fucking fun in that show and I met POD
1: too. Did you tell him, hey your manager's a dick? <laughs> no. See and 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 going back to it, this is like that's also what I feel like is lacking in, in music and just culture in general. Yeah. It's just someone to be like, look, here's the truth. Your manager's a fucking dick. Yeah, and you know what?
0: Like, you know what inspired me to do what I'm doing right now? What? Have you seen the movie Almost Famous?
1: Oh yeah, dude, I fucking love that movie. When I want to be a golden guy.
0: When when sometimes I sometimes
1: I get drunk and actually do that.
0: Oh no. All the time, dude. Dude, when when I had surgery in 2014 for my hernated disc, <sighs> I my friend my friend well, my friend, I'm not gonna name drop him because name drop Jim. Don't fucking
1: oh, fuck. name Jim.
0: Oh fuck! Yeah, you don't. But he he gave me so many DVDs when that happened. Almost Famous was That's one of them. A good movie, man. And I sat there. This was before I was doing anything for music. Like all, all I was doing was just promoting and getting the band more likes.
1: <laughs> And you realize that you just enjoy it.
0: Yeah, and then and then I watch that movie, bro. I sit down in my sofa or in my bed, and I watch it. I'm like, you can do that.
1: <laughs> That's exactly what I felt about Kiss. Like they spit blood and and spit fire. and Motley Crue has motorcycles on stage, and and they do I'm they like, really? You yeah. Oh, for girls, girls, yeah, girls, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you can do that. Those are things you can do. And I'll see people, like, on stage, and I'll see people on stage, and they'll get on, and they'll be like, Hi, everyone looks so great tonight. Fuck out of here. And then you'll, you'll see Motley Crue, and they're like, yes, worship us. Like, Worship us here. You can do that? Dude, that's fucking wild. The wilder thing is that the person who's like, oh, you look so great tonight, is probably a bigger asshole than the other one. Yeah. Easily. Easily.
0: Dude, but, yeah, Almost this is what got me into this business, and that's why I'm here with Music and Beyond. Like it's wild. Like, I didn't think I was ever gonna be able to have a voice because
1: I sound dumb when I talk because I talk slow or fast. No, dude, I promise you. I and I will. I've met a lot of people, and it's always the ones who are like, "Well, you see, blah blah blah." like those people who think they wrote the dictionary. Yeah. Fuck those guys, dude. Fuck. It's like, have you ever, have you ever, like read an, uh, have you ever read like, have you ever read a movie review? No. Have you ever heard a movie review? No. It's always the same thing. The film, at its climax, is a trifecta of excellence. Like, motherfucker, that is Toy Story 3. <laughs> I just say, Toy Story 3 was kind of awesome. Can I
0: confess something? Yes. I've never seen Toy Story 3 or 4. Neither have I. Like, I. And they're making a part 5? Dude, there's... Like, like why? There's, no, this, is not why? Toy, this
1: is not Toy Story. This is, like novel at this point yeah
0: and i know we we literally went from talking about music but talking to movies but this is what you know we what do it when is? it's a conversation you know what it
1: is i hate musicians so every time i do interviews i accidentally lead the conversation away from music because i fucking hate musicians mm. i hate musicians
0: hey just don't hate me more than i hate myself <laughs> That's a little tough. I can't know <laughs> more than me. But, you know, <laughs> the lyrics in
1: Crossfire have proven that.
0: Yeah, and we're literally about to get into Crossfire. Oh. Benning, Oh. Where does
1: Ethan's cock come from? Or Ethan Hawke. Where does Ethan's cock come from? <laughs> it came from Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl? Yeah. It came from Gossip Girl. Oh, shit. I was watching Gossip Girl, and one of the characters, oh, his name's Dan. Uh-huh. His dad is in a band called Lincoln Hawk, and they had this song called uh, Every Time You Walk Away, and I had that song on repeat, just not, I was like, oh, this is the best song, and I kept forgetting what the band was called, so I kept saying Ethan Hawk, Ethan Hawk, and I remember I telling my younger brother, I was like, dude, Ethan Hawk is the coolest band name ever, you know, like the gossip girl, Ethan Hawk, Ethan Hawk, and he's like, dude, it's Lincoln Hawk. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I can use Ethan Hawke. Because there was bands like, you know, Gwen Stacy, Norma Jean, Scarlet, you know, Scarlet yeah. Hair, and they all use like, like, names. It's like, I can use Ethan Hawke then. He goes, that's the name of an actor. And I'm like, I'll spell it differently. And then I got really, really drunk and started, like, Instagram Ethan Hawke, Twitter Ethan Hawke. And I was like, shit, I can use this name now. And then after all, I was like, actually, I kind of just really like the name.
0: Is that why, uh, is that why the... U is a. Uh, that is that why the A is a U instead of an A? Yeah. Okay.
1: That's why there's no E. And that's why instead of an A, it's a U. Yeah. So I'm like, look, I can only spell it so differently before it's no longer Ethan Hawk.
0: And, and you know what? Like, uh, I was telling some of my friends that I was going to interview a band called Ethan Hawk, and they're like, the actor? I'm like, uh, no. I, I wish he's handsome as <laughs> shit. I mean, I probably. My eyes would probably go straight, but I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's that's great, dude. Like, that's wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I and then I just fell in love with the name Ethan Hawk, and I was like, I sing and play guitar in a band called Ethan Hawk. And I, just, dude, what, and, I and I kept saying that, and I was like, that just it just sounds it just feels right.
0: Well, wouldn't it be cool if you're like over there, like in Dallas or Houston or San Antonio, and like, hey, we're Ethan Hawk, and then oh my god, and then dude, I can like,
1: put that on flyers, and people will be like, oh, Ethan Hawk's gonna be, and they'll show up. Not knowing it's just me. No,
0: no. That's not what I meant. Oh. But what I meant was like, what if there is an Ethan Hawk somewhere? What do you
1: mean? Like, like another band called that? No. Fuck them.
0: Somebody. Like a person.
1: You better change his name while Sue his asking. Ethan Hawke. <laughs> I'll Sue is
0: asking, better change his name. This song is, this band, or this performance is de- dedicated to Ethan Hawke.
1: So if, if there's a guy named that spelled the same way, free tickets for life. Oh, bring, shit. I will like leak every song to him. Oh, shit. It's like, the song's not done yet. Here's the preview. The <laughs> song comes out in three weeks. Here it is early. Here's a picture of my dick. Dude, like, dude, if there's someone named that, they get whatever they want for the rest of their life. I don't give a shit, dude.
0: I'm changing my name tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, can you talk to me about Crossfire, dude? Because I was listening to Crossfire it's for a really like, good song. Yeah, dude, it it's is. It's a really
1: good song. I'm very proud of it.
0: Dude, you took me, like, I was expecting, like, rock or hard rock but what you gave me and what you gave everybody else i'm like dude like it's a really good song i that. need to hug this person right now it, wait
1: are you are you talking about bittersweet or crossfire crossfire i don't know
0: why it took me into a weird journey
1: the oh i mean it's, it's supposed to yeah so crossfire is about so i have i have this theory i have this theory that like have you ever been in a ship? yes so I have this weird theory that like situationships, you never fully get over them, because it's so unfinished. Like you're like, okay, well, why did it end? If we got, if we made things official and then ended things, there's somebody to blame. Yeah. There's a reason. If it's just like one day it doesn't work and you just like stray apart, and it's it's so unfinished. And I feel like deep down, there's always gonna be some weird tension with a situationship. And that's where or, or like a, like there's a lyric in there that I love that goes, uh, I love the games you're playing and I knew I would tell everybody you hate me and you know you should. And I feel like that is what it feels like to run into someone you were in a situationship with where you're like you hate me. I'm a jerk. You're not the biggest fan of me and I'm not the biggest fan of you. But why? It's so unfinished. I feel like everybody's really been there. Are
0: you gonna continue with uh, that story and the next
1: single or in the album? Actually, yes and no. Uh, we have an. it's just me. We have, a, <laughs> we have an EP coming out called uh, I'm Sorry My List of Apologies is So Long. Oh and, shit. And the whole thing is just about like, look, I'm the problem. Yeah. I'm aware of it. I'm not gonna fix it, but I know I'm the problem, but also like. You're not so great either.
0: You know what you should do for the next album? Which one? Or for the next EP? Uh, Hire a female singer?
1: No. I I don't want guests. You don't want guests? I don't ever want guests.
0: Okay, because I was thinking...
1: I feel like right now, this band is still so young. Yeah. And I, I I don't want to ride off of guests and featuring this person. Like, one thing I really hate, one thing I'll never understand, is local bands that are like, this new song featuring Johnny Tarmac from the Rotten Dirty TVs from account like, Taxes. Nobody knows who that is. No one gives a shit who that is. This isn't a selling point. Yeah. And, and I feel like when bands come out, they need to already come out as if they're like these big bands. I feel like when you come out and you're a band, you're already on the same playing field as every other band. You're not competing with locals or everyone around you. You're competing with everybody. So it'd be like, oh, they're local, we're not No, You're on the same level. Act like it. Yeah. That's that's my honest opinion.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Because I was just going to go with, uh, you know, like, have that conversation, like, in the album, like, the first album.
1: Hold on, hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Release the album, have the conversation with... You know, like, that person.
1: I'm gonna call all my exes and have them yell at me. <laughs> and use that as
0: the intro. No, he... dude, that'd be good too. Um but oh re- God, dude, I should do that. Re- release release the, release the first album and have a conversation, like, you know, like if
1: you're writing that person a letter or... Actually, if... that's where that came from. Yeah. And... I, I, that's where that came from. I, I was in this weird ship, and it had, it had ended. So I was like, okay, this person's not gonna talk to me. So I'm, so I'm writing a letter apologizing for like a thousand things, right? Yeah. And I listed all of them. This was years ago. I listed everything I'm sorry for. And at the end, I actually said, but most importantly, I'm sorry my list of apologies is so long, which I stole from SpongeBob. Wait, what episode? Yeah, was? I don't remember. But like, there's a part where they think they're gonna die, and Patrick's like, I'm sorry I did this, I'm sorry I did this. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then. And then and then SpongeBob goes, "I'm sorry, your list of apologies is so long." So what what, what should have been a romantic gesture was literally me just copying SpongeBob. Yeah, dude. So so in the second album,
0: bring in one girl, to do every track.
1: I'm gonna call all my exes and yell at me, and that's what it's gonna be. Yeah, but tell me why you hate me.
0: But but have have one girl do every track of that album, and kind of have the conversation like like you know. Kind of like broken by uh by Caesar, and featuring yeah. Amy Lee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you know or like.
1: Or it could be a, or it could be a, uh, that one song, where like halfway through it's like, what, what song is it? It's there's like a there's like a domestic abuse solo. Was it damn with the Sickness? Oh, I'll be a good boy. I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be that. That's gonna be all my exes telling me why I'm a piece of shit.
0: That would be good too. Give them like a maybe like a minute to just fucking
1: Oh dude. They would they would all need more than a minute. <laughs> but
0: yeah, dude, that that'd be cool, like, you know, um like just like maybe the first half be her or you and then just like oh I will
1: pay all of them.
0: Oh just the...
1: record why they hate me. That like, it... it would be on theme.
0: Yeah. You're welcome. You're gonna have to pay me too because Fuck. losing money on this business. This, this idea ain't free. Money. This idea ain't free. <laughs> this isn't an interview; it's a consultation. By the way, he's gonna buy some music and beyond stickers. <laughs> I stole them already. I stole them already. Yep. There's no music and beyond stickers. Not anymore. I stole them. I know, huh? What are the What are your plans for the future and your music career and what projects or collaborations? collaborations are you currently working on
1: uh no collaborations, no I, collaborations? I, I, I want to stay away from collaborations until like really get this project off the ground yeah, yeah, yeah as for now i want to finish the ep move on to the next one uh i have a couple labels that are interested in the project i've spoken to them they're like hey this sounds cool how about and i'm like no, no no i don't want you guys interfering so for a while i'm gonna run this independently and just kind of just go off of what i just, I don't know, just go off of what I think is the right way to do it. Yeah. Because I, I feel like a lot of, like I said earlier, a lot of bands tend to be who they think that the audience wants them to be. And I feel like it's so obvious when bands are, like, fake.
0: And honestly, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but Shinedown, I kind of feel like they're some of the, like, they changed their style.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: because, like, you know, they had Second Chance and then Sound of Madness. But now it's more. Uh... Well,
1: well, not that, not that. So I, I, was, I was at this festival, and all, and every band is like, "Remember, guys, our message is love yourself. Our message is never let anyone bring you down." And every, every, ever after every set, like, "This is our message." So I'm so I was hanging out with Danny Worsnop from Max Alexandria, and I'm like, "So we're chit chat." I'm like, "Dude, every time I hear that, it's just, it's just like shut the fuck up. And he goes, "He says that?" No, I said that. Oh, you said that. I was like, "Dude, every time I hear a band say that, I want to shoot myself." And, and he goes, Listen, mate, if the only love you need is the mouth of a stripper. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay. All right, then, works for me. Have, and then after I started banging a stripper,
0: have you uh have you heard of Taylor's, uh Call Out 2?
1: Oh, dude, yeah. It was dude, real.
0: He, he dissed Danny Warsnop, right? I don't know. I think so. Dude, that's one of my favorite I songs don't know from Attila. I don't like Danny Warsnop. Dude, I'm so sad because he dissed Tom Brady, and now I'm a huge Patriots fan. I'm a huge Patriots fan, and I dissed
1: Tom Brady. You diss Tom Brady? You know what? You know what? No, this, this has to be said. I diss Tom Brady. Because I'm a Patriots fan. I'm not a Tom Brady fan. Yeah, I'm a Patriots Holy fan. Holy shit, I had no I, idea. I got this tattoo after he left. Because if he's going to abandon us, I don't want shit to do with him. Either oh. you're a Patriot for life, or you're not. After he left, I got the tattoo. Because I knew if I got it when he was there, people would be like, You just care about Tom Brady. Fuck Tom Brady. I'm glad his wife doesn't want shit to do with him. <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna re- I'm gonna, I'm gonna retire a Buccaneer. <laughs> you retired a loser. I had him on my fantasy team. He sucked. <laughs> Holy shit.
0: Well, this turns. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know what to say with no, that.
1: There are not enough music podcasts to talk about sports.
0: I guess the conversation's over. Thank you all for listening, I guess. <laughs> no, it's not like I to say. Fuck the Cowboys. I mean, we can't <laughs> Wait, did you say you're a cowboy, son?
1: Yeah, I was like, how can
0: you be both different divisions? Yeah, thought divisions. Yeah, you can be both. That was wild. I don't know what happened here, but holy shit! It got weird. It did. It got weird.
1: It's time to drink it.
0: We got. We need to go get yeah. some more beer. We need more beer. We need more beer. Cash at me at uh down there. How do you hope your music will impact your listeners, and what message or feeling do you want? Do you hope to convey through your songs?
1: I just want my listeners to feel like they're not alone. And not in this weird little, you're not alone, you can overcome it. I I hate that shit. I feel like that's so fucking played out. It's so played out. Like, you can overcome anything. You're not alone, stick in there. It's like, yeah, we know that. But I want listeners to be like, hey, you know that horrible feeling I'm going through? That's normal. Hey, you know how you feel like your family hates you? Maybe they do. You know how you feel like your all the problems are your fault? Maybe it is, but you're not alone in that. Maybe life does suck. Dude, you maybe just, maybe all the things you're going through, you're not alone in it. These are common feelings. People actually feel like life just sucks, dude, and that's fine. You just you just you just summarize
0: Badflower. Holy fuck!
1: <laughs> See, but, but his, when he hears music, it sounds sad. I don't like I don't like to sound sad. Oh you don't like to sound yeah, sad. That, I mean Crossfire is sad as fuck, dude. Yeah. You ever hear read the lyrics. That song is sad. But but like I you know, if someone's like, I feel like everybody hates me, maybe they do. Maybe you suck as a person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and I feel like just being like, hey, gotta explain it. Like I feel when people hear life sucks for everybody and existing actually is hard instead of you can get through it. No, I know I can get through it. What if someone's like, you're right, life does suck. I'm feeling super depressed, unhappy, and I'm kind of going through like this weird little drinking binge. Oh, that's normal. People I, people do that. Those are real human emotions. It's, a, it's those fucking assholes that are like, you can get through it together. No, fuck out of here. Because they're going, things will get better. Yeah, but what about in between things will get better and I'm starting to feel a bit bummed out. There's an in-between. And I feel like people really need to hear that there is an in-between. Life does suck. Life is really fucking hard. There are days where I don't like to look myself in the mirror. There are days where I go on, like, alcohol and coke binges for, like, weeks on end. Because life sucks. Yeah. And I feel like that's a common thing. And no one talks about that. Because all these new rock musicians want to be, like, the savior and the new icon that makes people feel happy. That's fucking lame. People see through that. Yeah. I guess, yeah. (laughs) Short question long.
0: Highly suspect, though.
1: (laughs) No, dude, for sure.
0: All right, uh, last question. Uh, If you were stuck in an elevator with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be? And what would you talk about?
1: Ooh,
0: dead or alive? Dead or alive. Or you can give me a dead question or an alive question or an alive answer.
1: Parker McCall. Because I love the way that he's able to write songs that are like, yeah, I'm the problem. Life's going great. And still have this incredible work ethic and still understand that sometimes the song is more important than the talent. That guy can sing his ass off. Yeah. And there's there's videos of him playing like acoustic where he's doing like all this really cool shit. He doesn't do it because it, does, it fits the song. The guy knows how to write a song. And I just want to be like, hey, how do you take these certain emotions and really... Turn them into a thing. If it were dead, it would be John Lennon. So i would be like, hey, does getting shot hurt? Shut the fuck up. What happens when you die? What happens when you die? What do? does Yoko Ono look like naked? Oh, no. Why did she do that weird shit with, with fucking Chuck Berry? You know how Yoko
0: Ono looks like naked? Like a Beatles breakup. Awesome? <laughs> no, oh no. no.
1: Actually, no. I, I, actually, I love the Beatles. Dude, I love the Beatles. Did you
0: watch the movie yesterday? No, I, lo- I, I love the Beatles, so I didn't watch it. Dude, it was fucking weird. Yeah. And if I feel like it wasn't even about I the saw. Beatles. I saw
1: part of it, and yeah. it was. It was fucking dumb. It was like the guy wakes up. Here's a Beatles reference. <laughs> oh, I don't get that. The Beatles don't exist. Like what? <laughs> no, dude. I, I keep a thousand Beatles references. No one's gonna get it right away. No, they don't exist. Fuck out of here. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, I will say though, when like when John Lennon came out. I cried a little bit. Yeah. I did. I was like. So I, I as for all his faults and John Lennon had a lot of faults. I do think he was a visionary. Yeah. On a different level, that that to today has not been met. Like that guy understood like, just different things about just songwriting. He understood the, the message of just. I mean, was he a hypocrite? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, just the the message of you know why we're here, like uh, like that song wheels. There's a whole, like, you know, like, the whole part of the song is like, yeah, I'm not doing a lot. I'm just, I'm just going day by day enjoying it. I was like, like, for me, that was like, wow, you can do that. You can just enjoy it. And that changed my life. So it'd be John Lennon easily.
0: That's amazing.
1: But, like, he has to be in zombie form. Oh, no. Because I want to be I like, Rrr. Do you
0: want him to be missing part of his brain, too? Yeah,
1: or? no, 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 no. Oh, maybe. Depends. Can he still communicate? Oh, shit, Okay. He needs to game, but I also want to see him as zombie linen. Like I want to be like, oh, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> imagine there's no people. <laughs> imagine, there's, imagine there's no brains. I, don't yeah. know. I want I I want him to come back as a zombie. I want him to come back as a zombie.
0: That's it. Uh... If I'm
1: in an elevator with him, he has to be a zombie. But he can't eat me. Okay. Cause I need I need to live through this to so, make fucking amazing music. So a vegetarian then? Yes, he's a, a vegetarian. Vegetarian zombie, zombie yeah. yeah. Yes. He only eats grass. and uh, that, fucking Alive Parker McCall.
0: If you have nice grass, watch out because John Lennon zombie is on his way. Zombie Lennon. Don't water your grass.
1: This is, this is why we shouldn't drink before interviews.
0: Dude, you're the one that fuck, we still need to go get some more beer cause, Oh, hell yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, where can we find you?
1: At my house. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh,
0: his house address is blue
1: Nah. And his door is always open. No, it's not. In fact, don't, don't, do not knock on my door. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> don't knock on my door. I, I actually fucking hate that. Ring the doorbell? Dude, you know what I don't like feeling? you know, okay, you know what I hate about Jehovah's Witnesses? Oh, no. No, doorbell. it's that I will invite them in. Yeah. I've done it. They'll be like, can we come in and talk to you about, I'm like, sure, yeah. The number of times I'm just there like, yeah, I'll go to your church yeah that sounds fun. and i'm like why did i invite them in i do to not answer the door
0: dude i remember i had a I'm job i'm too nice i remember i had them come in one time and they're like can we help you clean your house oh dude they don't leave no i know but i i set up no i like my house dirty like you know they don't leave if i didn't want if i would not want if i didn't want my house like this i'll clean it shout oh. out come to my house wait so you've actually invited them in too yeah dude. oh
1: my dude thank god i thought it was just me no i've done that so many times dude i gotta
0: tell you a story about something later what the fuck? Yeah. that sounds so malicious when it's like
1: off, off the record we'll talk about whatever no, it, it, it's not,
0: it's not, no it's not but it's pretty wild but yeah where can we find you social media yeah, <laughs> <else>? <laughs> at Ethan Hawk on everything can you spell that for <laughs> for everyone who
1: doesn't know yeah. E-t- ah, E-T-H-U-N H-A-W-K Ethan Hawk on everything. There you go. I will warn you, though. If you're looking for a rock band that's like, bring me playing here and it's fucked up. No. I drunk post from the account all the time. I announced a song that shouldn't have been announced. Oh, no. While I was trashed. That's why I got this tattoo. I was too drunk. Oh, no. Yeah, I love it, though. I'm not mad. There you go. Yeah. If you enjoyed insane drunk tweeting, oh, my band.
0: So it's kind of like that girl from Roseanne, but he knows what he's doing.
1: It's like yes, it's like Roseanne, except I'm yeah. not a cunt. Oh no, that should be that should be your next single. Oh my god, dude, that's gonna be the bio. I'm gonna change all the social media bios too. It's like Roseanne, but I'm not a cunt. That's another fucking few dollars you owe me. <laughs> Fuck, dude. And we you, have you, it. Music can't be on consultation services. And, and
0: we have if we have it on record, so. Damn it. They know. It's not wrong. But be sure to follow Ethan Hawk. Everywhere. The band, not me. I'm not Ethan Hawk. Yeah. Everywhere on social media Spotify, Apple, Apple Music, and everywhere. And be sure Even to Even fo- Deezer. Oh, who the fuck uses Deezer? I don't know, but apparently we're on Deezer. Okay, cool. Uh, follow Music and Beyond everywhere. Don't forget, I'm selling stickers. I need them. I mean, I need to sell them. I don't need them because why would I have them? But buy my stickers and remember. And without music, life would be a mistake. <laughs>